Hey out there, I'm Rain Phoenix. I am here to share with you that we have a new Patreon page for Launch Left. Launch Left is a podcast, a label, a launch pad for left of center artists. It's an intentional space and an ecosystem to talk about art and activism, to talk about changing the culture and the industry from one of competition to one of kindness and collaboration. And for those of you who've heard the podcast, you know this, we bring on known artists who pick the next great emerging artists and the ones that are a little left of center, the ones that are outside the box, the ones that might not make it to a normal commercial public domain, as it were. Become a patron today. Hi, welcome to Launch Left, an intentional space for art and activism, a podcast, a label, a launch pad for left of center artists. My name is Brain Phoenix, and today's very special guest is Haley Four of the band Jackie Lynn. They put out a record, Jacqueline, in April of 2020. Worth more than one spin. Check it out. Don't forget to rate and subscribe. Follow us on all socials at Launch Left. And now, welcome to the show, Haley. Hi, it's nice to meet you over uh, Zoom. Your record is so cool. Thank you. That's nice to hear. Really, really beautiful. How long did it take you to make? Um, The writing process probably took about a year. And then... um, It was recorded with um, three other members, Rob, Dan, and Cooper, who comprise of a band called Bitch and Bajas. And together we recorded over the course of maybe another year. Um, We have sort of a home studio. And then once we recorded it, we spent two months, I think, mixing it. So it really was maybe the longest project I've personally been involved in. So are you usually not working with them or are they always collaborators with you? And are they, do you all make up Jackie Lynn together or is Jackie Lynn your kind of alter ego? So Cooper Crane is my partner and he has helped me record and mix my last three Circuit DU albums, which is another project that I'm involved in. Um, And Rob Fry is also featured on a couple of those records and they live right down the street. So it's really a community. We've been involved in each other's lives and music for like half a decade. Um, With Jackie Lynn, it was a project I formed in 2016 and it was me. And Bichin Bajas helped arrange it. So I've, I've written all the songs and they were sort of a work for hire. And then once we revisited the project a couple years ago, I decided for the first time in my adult life to be in a band, essentially, um, which might seem the same from a viewer or listener's perspective. But behind the scenes, all of the decision making is very democratic. Um, I'm not really at the helm as much as I generally like to be so it's pretty uncomfortable and a lot of learning on my end yeah that's challenging and i think there's a huge difference between collaborating and being a band did the concept come i'd love to know how music first found you well through a few different mediums i have an early memory of getting like being able to cross the street for the first time by myself and having a walkman 
And in that Walkman was the Bee Gees. Um, so I have a distinct memory of just taking a walk and feeling cool and like an adult. And maybe I was eight. Um, but my first memory of performing music was also as a child. It's maybe in first grade. And a teacher selected me and had me stay after class. And there was a sort of um, like a international choir or something. And she had me um, apply for it, which involved singing the national anthem onto a cassette recorder. And I remember it because she kept having to transpose farther and farther down the piano um, until I was singing basically parts for the boys. and that's kind of where I first realized that I had something unique. Wow, that's and and she saw that in you before. You, or were you always kind of singing in class? How did she know? Yeah, I have taken pretty much every single free public music course since I was a kid. Um, my family didn't have much money, um, so I did a lot of after-school programs, and this has happened to me in the course of my teenage years as well, where, I mean, I'm a really shy person. And so I can count on my hand, maybe three or four times where a teacher sort of pulled me out and said, you are going to sing this. And I was kind of like me. Okay. And then once I did it and got past that moment of singing in an isolated way in front of people, it opened up this world. In general, I have um, always taken care to try to maybe um, cut or be in control of the visual element. Um, Because my voice has such a range, I have come into a lot of conflict with the way I look based based on the way I sound because it doesn't match up to some people. So in my early years, I was very cloaked in my hair and staring at my shoes. I've always performed with my eyes closed. Um, I even got to the point where I have these sort of screens in front of me in early incarnations of Jackie Lynn, all of our live performances, I'm wearing an outfit and I'm veiled. Um, But in the last few years, I've really made an intention to open myself up. And part of my ritualistic practice is if I'm not playing guitar, my hands are always open and upward and stretched out. And I have to say that that small change has made all the difference when connecting to a live audience. I think it, they feel more accepted and yeah, there's something primal about just body language. In a way like you make of your body an antenna that's receiving and it's also open. I had never thought of it that way. That's a beautiful metaphor. I like that. Well, you're the one who really uh, synthesized that for me. I always think of music as like it comes to you. It's not um, you know, you have to work really hard and you have to practice and all those things are true. But like a good song, in my uh, experience, drops on you, you know, like just out of nowhere, it just comes and it's like a download. I've, I've gotten really into the idea of like um, being open to receiving and fostering as many ideas as I can. And a lot of my ideas are taking form in other mediums. Um, like I never really... Maybe I was lucky, but I never had to really deal with Google Drive and Google Documents much. But Google knows so much about me after quarantine. I have planned so many future things that, I mean, probably won't even take fruition. But um, something about building that 
secret digital world is satisfying in itself for me, maybe. Yeah. So uh, you don't have to share any s- secret new projects, but w- and when you said different mediums, like, can you share what you mean by that? Yeah. yeah um, well, before quarantine started, I actually had the opportunity to go to my first artist residency and it was a Robert Rauschenberg residency based in Captiva, Florida. And he was an abstract expressionist from the 1960s up until the early 2000s. Um, and we got, I got to live in his house and work in his studio and he had a lot of paint around. And so I was initially there to start writing some new music and I started doing, um, what do I, uh, trying to think of the term figure painting, action painting, action painting. And it's basically just using your body as a paintbrush where you slam yourself against the wall, drag yourself across the floor, whatever. And, um, so I got into painting. So I make terrible abstract paintings. Now I have like hundreds in my studio. Um, that's been really wonderful because it's just so in the moment and reactionary but I've also been writing like very long, lengthy entries. I've been reading a lot, um, coming up with ideas for really short movies, maybe like a 45 second movie, um, everything, you know. What are you thinking about for 2021 besides wanting to get out of the house? Anything um, that you're looking forward to or that you would like to see happen or? Oh, I mean, there's a lot of change that would be great to see happen in 2021. Um, You know, I'm worried about the infrastructure of the music industry, and I really think that they need some aid, especially here in America, um, to, like, we need to see them through. Um, I am optimistic about performing in 2021, but um, I also feel like, we're going to be inside and um, in this isolated mindset for years to come. So, you know, it's a soft entry. I'm personally working on some music and I'm really grateful for that. Um, Everything just sort of, I mean, because the economy shut down and everything felt on pause, but it, it, it wasn't until maybe like, last month that I realized that was a facade. Things are not on pause at all, you know, and civilization is shifting and it's our responsibility to be in touch with our own communities and find ways to forge forward that uh, benefit and support everything we want to see in our future. Wow. I totally agree with you. 100%. And I love that you're being positive, even in the like hurt and law, you know, longing for certain things to resume but was there anything that you champion like in a world that's got so much going on uh that's like a form of activism for you that you really you know anything that rises to the top it sounds like you're a very conscious person and you're thinking about things every day in some capacity but is there one thing that you really like try to throw your energy at when you get when you can Absolutely. I mean, I, I do protest. I, I've been to some Black Lives Matters, Black Lives Matter protests. I've been to the climate change protests. Um, my backyard neighbor is like, 
very animal rights activist. Um, I'm surrounded by people who are constantly like using their bodies to back up their words, which I'm grateful for because it's an easy choice for me when I see them doing that. But um, I mean, climate change is something that has scared me since I was 12 years old. And I've, um, I don't know what I can do as a person, as an individual um, in that regard, because I do think this idea of burrowing down on your community and keeping everyone, you know, supported, uh, like recycling, I don't think is the answer to climate change. Um, doesn't matter how many organic or, you know, non-antibiotic products I buy, it's not going to really make a dent. Um, but I also was thinking about the term of what it means to be an activist. And it just seems like such a radical position, but really it isn't. Like activists are just, like you said, advocates, and they're really just reminding you. People are so busy and there's so much going on in our lives um, it's just nice for people to take some time and just remind you like this is happening too. And don't forget, like this is important. This could use some help. Um, otherwise you're just like being pulled from so many directions. You don't know what to do. You're paralyzed. Yeah. Somebody said to me recently, you know, everybody has a role in the movement like and it and uh none of them look the same necessarily and i do think artists you know whether it's intentional or not um are part of that you know are part of the um transmutation of the emotions that we all feel during very heightened intense times to sort of create beauty as best we can out of some of these really strong feelings of sadness or joy or any of that. I think even, like I said, whether you're thinking about it or not, that sort of antenna thing is happening for artists because all like in a wordless way, like we were talking about before, there's so many incredible people doing incredible acts of kindness and activism at this time that, you know, I do think art and artists, whether we know it or not, we're always going to be a part of a movement, you know, it's like aiming it. We like to be as intentional as possible here and just aim things or at least talk about them in a very direct way, like art and activism, because it might, um, I don't know, spark something in someone. I think I also feel that those pieces of art and everything you described and change happens in times of vulnerability. And so to be vulnerable, you need to save space. And so for me, like going to my favorite artist show is one of the safest space for me to like acknowledge my emotions and get through them. And, you know, same with a painting in your bedroom or watching a movie. It's, it's that vulnerable place that we have to get to. And um, change can be made all sorts of ways, but I'm a pacifist by nature. So I, I totally understand aggression, but I, I unfortunately understand sorrow and work within those confines way more often and sorrow can eat sorrow. <laughs> That's one thing I know about it. Yes. And love can triumph over fear and violence. It's the only thing that can, but it's a really difficult um, practice. But I also feel when I like I, the climate, so the children for climate change protests happened a couple years ago and it was the first protest I ever went to by myself that was 
that large and it felt a lot like being at one of my favorite shows, but um, like the charging was the same where everybody in the room was fixated on the same thing and it was exciting and it felt like, uh, you know, you take away, it's like being at a show, you just take away the alcohol and you add some philanthropy and camaraderie and it was an incredible feeling i can't explain it it was like we are ants and we are in the colony and we are communicating or something um everyone i just really think everyone should try it once you know it's going to be a little uncomfortable at your first one but the feeling is indescribable I think that so much has to do with we don't realize how powerful we are in a group setting, and especially if we like very intentionally point that energy towards towards something meritorious, towards something beautiful and positive, and um, you know, equalizing. This yeah, this quarantine time. Uh, one thing that it did a uh, show me, I guess, was that even when I felt like I was sitting still and not making progress, I was, you know, like you plant a garden, vegetables are growing, even if I'm just sitting in it. (laughs) Um, That's really hard to grasp and waking life in you like usual, whatever that means now, pre COVID, I suppose. But I'm glad to have been shown that world, even if it was a little painful. Sometimes I do the dishes and I try to rush through it and I have to do them again. That's the type of impatience I have. It's maniacal. Um, yeah, I can relate. I totally can relate. <laughs> it's a, you know, it's, it's, it gets better the older you get. I'll say that. Like you start to just naturally have more of it, but. Um... No, no, I, I have like fallen pretty deeply in love with a few records that I'm just listening to over and over. Um, talk talk listening to a lot of talk talk a lot of roberta flack um um a lot of alice coltrane her music is transcendent but also so much sorrow a lot of a lot of non-vocal music as well yeah do you ever listen to like messian oliver messian he's a composer it is heavy. Um, there is a piece called the Quartet, Quartet for the End Times, and it was written in response to the concentration camps. Um, heavy. Is there anything else you want to share about your record or your band or being in Chicago or music or art or anything before we sign off? Um, I guess I would just talk about maybe the main le- lesson I learned from this record was you know being in a band it's a lot lot like being in a community um it makes making the music so much easier like getting things done and the music's so much better um one thing i wasn't prepared for was the emotional uplift like really got to think about other people's psyche and their sensitivities and i learned so much through it but it's not to say it wasn't some of the hardest work internally i had to do and i think while we all sort of find our communities again or take care of the ones we have, we might feel this sort of internal fatigue. Um, But it's really worth it and it's necessary. So yeah, keep on. Thank you so much. 
Thank you for the invite. Thank you for having me on your great podcast. And I can't wait to tune in.
Launch Left aims to create an intentional space that highlights and empowers all artists for whom radical creativity is not a choice, but a necessity. Launch Left begins with music, but its ultimate aim is to launch left-of-center artists in all creative fields. <laughs>